and welcome to Emotional Support Water Bottle with Hannah and Ailish. I'm Hannah. And I'm Ailish. Oh, well, this week, <laughs> I've just been really upset about a couple of things. Oh. One thing is, my mom had gotten me Taylor Swift concert tickets for an upcoming concert. And I wanted everything to be a surprise about her costumes and everything. Yeah. And I get right on Daily Mail and guess what they have? All her costumes. All her songs. Yes, I could have skipped through the article, but it's like I had to go look through. Then you already saw it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw all the outfits. And then I got on Pinterest and guess what was on there too? All the outfits. (laughs) And then after I sent my mom, I was like, I'm so disappointed. Mm. I saw the things. She sends me (laughs) more. more. She goes, oh, should I wear this or whatever? And it was one of the outfits. I was like, mom, (laughs) come on. You're making it worse. Oh, I was so disappointed. And then I saw TikTok, too. Yeah. I heard that on TikTok. I haven't seen a ton of that, but I, someone at work said, yeah, I don't even need to go to the concert because it's all on TikTok. (laughs) I know they're ruining it. I'm so disappointed in the concert I'm going to is later, but. Well, Ooh, maybe mean, she'll change some stuff that's up. What I'm I was sure she say. will. Yeah. Still, I'm so mad. It is disappointing. That's the thing about <laughs> social like, media. Yeah, and stuff. It, nothing is really a surprise. No, and it's like if it was a concert I wasn't going to, I would love to see it. But it's mm-hmm. like, no, I wanted it to be a surprise. I'm so mad. That but. is frustrating. <laughs> um, the other thing that was really bothering me. <laughs> Hannah needs to vent. <laughs> is t- okay. I know like Selena Gomez and Haley Bieber. We don't have to talk about that. Yeah. But what's really making me mad is Justin. He needs to stick up for his wife. And it's really irritating me. Like he has not said a word. No. And he... I think it was a concert recently or something. They were saying like something mean about Haley. Still didn't say a word. Like he needs to come out with a statement. I know he can't just respond to everybody you know every little comment but stick up for your wife like yeah, that's kind so, of ridiculous at this is. point especially because she's getting hate because of you right come out and say no she did not steal me from selena gomez this is who i want to be with he says nothing and it's like I don't know if him saying something would actually no, help, but he still, but should. He still should say something. He and should. Obviously, we don't know what's happening behind closed doors. Like maybe Haley's saying no, don't even engage. But right. from the outside, it it seems like he isn't being super I know. supportive. <laughs> no, it seems like he doesn't care at all. Yeah. Like she's getting all this hate because of you, or whatever. However you feel about her, if you think she's a bully or whatever. There's still more before any of that stuff happened that he could have came out and and just said something. I will say, like, again, without getting into the whole new situation between them, (laughs) but before any of this happened, like, everyone hated Haley just because she existed and Justin was with her. Like, she didn't even have to do anything. No. So... Any little thing that she does that could even be taken 
as a dig right. at Selena is going to be picked apart. Yes. I mean, she could look funny at <laughs> a picture of Selena or see her on the street and it's right. like, oh my God. So I don't know. I know. He I just, just feel, and I also just am annoyed at the fan base. Like they've been broken up for a really long time. I know. He got married to someone else, please let that relationship die. Like, why are you still holding on to this? I know. Because he won't say anything. That's why. But it's also (laughs) like, I think that that must be also painful for Selena. That's like how to I constantly feel too. hear See, this. I know. Yeah. And then they're like feeding her information. Right. <laughs> it's just bizarre. I know. And it's like if somebody brings to your attention that like even just the eyebrow thing, if someone brings that to your attention, like millions of people, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I yeah. guess she did say that about me. It's like. Just stop. Right. I know. And Let it go. they've both come out and said enough is enough. Yes. Like I don't promote hate. I don't want this. But it's radio silence from <laughs> the man in the middle of it Nothing. all. <laughs> it's like, come on. Like, I don't know. It does Just not make me think fairly. I know. Just a little something like I love you Haley (laughs) anything like it just really is irritating me it's making me think really less of him honestly yeah and I mean that's just us taking what we know right but it yeah I I agree it doesn't look good on him he needs to step it up he does he really does (laughs) maybe he's great you know, at home being sportive, yeah. but we don't know that. I know. So. No, and it's not her responsibility to go on, you know, whatever, any interview and try to defend the situation. Yeah. It's like she did whatever. You can't, like, he, if he really was stolen by her, then that was because he yeah. let himself be stolen. Right. So that's what I have I to just, say about that. Enough is enough. I'm so <laughs> tired of that narrative. It's just, it's never ending. Yes. And I don't know why. I know. Um, just keeping on the celebrity <laughs> updates. Uh, I saw this happened like, I don't even know. Last fall, I think. Remember when there was that footage of Nick Lachey, like, quote unquote, attacking the paparazzi? Well, I saw in the Daily Mail today where this, the paparazzi woman is speaking out and saying, (laughs) I still haven't received an apology. And, like, apparently, Nick was told to go to AA and anger management by the courts. And if he doesn't do this within a certain time period, then he could actually get charges brought against him. And I, I was going to like read part of the article, but I'm just like, no, I don't need to be that dramatic. (laughs) But some of the quotes from this woman, like, what he did was not okay. Like, he no. should not have attacked this woman in her or car. I think attacked right, is smack. actually, like, a, right. a strong word. <laughs> I think word. he, like, smacked her phone out or yeah, her hand or something. Yeah, and he should not have done that. Obviously, he let his emotion get the better of him. And he was out to dinner with Vanessa. And they might have had a few drinks. You know, right. it was a high-end situation. But I just cannot, like... 
get on the side of the paparazzi. Like this no. woman was like, all I was doing was sitting <laughs> in my their car and zooming in and taking photos <laughs> of them as they walked out of this restaurant. I do that all the time. I'm like, no, that doesn't make it okay. I like, know. And it's creepy. I know. And if, if he, cause like I watched the video and it looked like, First, he might have, like, banged on her window or something after he saw that she was taking photos mm-hmm. and came over. But it was just, like, him saying whatever, like, knock it off, whatever he said. And then he kind of turned around, and that's when he reached for her camera because she was recording the whole thing, of course. <laughs> right. And, like, he shouldn't have reached in and tried to, like, grab it and knock it out of her hands. But... You were literally there with the camera in his face. Yes. Like, how can you? And then she's so dramatic saying, well, if if his punch would have landed, I would have been knocked out. No, I watched <laughs> the video. He did not throw any type of punch. No. It was not that forceful. No. Like, I just don't. I don't care that you do that all the time. I, <laughs> I it's ridiculous. I like, don't just let some of these people. They're they are still people. Like you can't just if someone is taking a creepy video of me, right? I'm I'd be creeped out. I yeah. know. Yeah, and if they tell you to stop, then just say okay, apologies. Right. I'll leave you alone. You know, have right. a good night and stop. Don't keep recording. Don't try to take more yeah. photos. Just leave it at that. And if if she would have done that in that moment, then nothing would have escalated probably. Right. And if it had, then it probably I would have been more like on upset her side with, yeah. yeah, with Nick Lachey. But I just saw and it's this whole, you know, she's just looking for her 15 minutes, mm-hmm. like getting an interview with the Daily Mail. And mm-hmm. honestly, shame on them for covering that. I know. But it just is so frustrating. And I feel like obviously we don't deal with that so I guess it's not right. like frustrating in our own lives but well, why even, are we yeah. still having this problem I guess yeah and even when like um, Kanye West has gotten in paparazzi's yeah. faces and stuff and he's never had to go to like right. anger so management why does Nick Lachey like have to, to go to AA know, and like, anger management so we're saying he has an alcohol problem right. and an anger issue all to just make this go away you right. have to do all this stuff that is crazy yeah so that was that was just annoying to me and I, I just couldn't I mean some of you'll have to look at the article because some of the quotes in there from this woman were just <laughs> absurd <laughs> like all I was doing was stalking them and then taking unsolicited <laughs> photos <laughs> what's the problem right <laughs> like, like I do hear There's yourself nothing wrong and I get like okay you're a woman and a man yeah. Uh, comes to you. And I'm sure she did feel a little scared and threatened right. in that moment. But I don't think that you should expect a handwritten apology. Right. <laughs> from this situation. <laughs> and even I remember some of the video where it was like of his face. Yeah. Like, like she was in. that close. <laughs> yeah. It was just crazy. Through the whole thing, she kept recording. Like, come on. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah. And I guess the last thing about celebrities before I move on. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I feel like we just have to mention Black China because honestly, I'm just impressed with her right now. Right. Uh, I've never particularly been fond of her. I just <laughs> felt like she was um, just a very like fake person as far as physically yeah a lot of enhancements but i really appreciate that she's taking everybody on this journey of getting her fillers removed and getting like any um enhancements reduced that she had before like right i just find it so refreshing and real it is i think it seems like a lot of celebrities too are kind of coming out and saying like this stuff isn't as good as you thought it was. Like mm-hmm. I know a lot of, or some girls have come out about the breast implants and having yeah. all these health problems and having to get them removed. And it's nice to see like the not so glamorous side of stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it can be dangerous and it, we've watched enough episodes of botched <laughs> to see how it can go horribly wrong for people or when people who are like, like us, right. want to get our breasts done and we go to Mexico because right. it's cheaper, like how dangerous that yes. can be. But then there have been a lot of like women that have come forward and said like, no, I like I didn't get mine done in a back alley. <laughs> like and I I still ended up having I getting sick. Like what right. do they call that? It's like toxic something. I mm-hmm. can't think of it. When your breast implants make you sick. Like it's yeah. an actual thing. So I'm interested to see how she will end up looking I know, after I'm everything's curious. done. And like what that recovery is gonna right. be like. Because and- we've only really known her and seen her looking the way yeah. she looks <laughs> so it'll be it'll be interesting but you know kudos to her yeah that's good of her interesting. <laughs> um you also recently celebrated a birthday i did how do you feel old and worn down <laughs> hannah turned 30. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> 30 flirty and not thriving. <laughs> 30 not flirty and no. not thriving. That's the way I feel. Although I'm not 30 yet. No. I'm almost there, <laughs> but we don't need to talk about that. Um, but, but I went and saw Screams 6. <laughs> as you do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Me and my husband got to have a little date, actually. It worked out. Um, we had a babysitter for a couple oh, nice. hours. And we went to Barnes & Noble, and we did that thing where you, like, pick up books for each other and Aww. then pick one from that selection. And then we went and saw the movie. Because, of course, I got the movie time wrong because oh, no. I can't think straight. Like <laughs> so we had extra time <laughs> to kill. So we did that. Yeah. And um, it was fun. But speaking of, well, Courtney Cox was in it. Yeah. And she did. She did good. It was nice to see her in it. But speaking of Courtney Cox, yeah. I <laughs> finished Matthew Perry's book. Oh, Yeah. And it was, I mean, it was, it was sad, like you would expect, like he talked a lot about his drug problems yeah. and stuff. But the one thing that kind of threw me off was that he didn't talk much about friends. Oh, really? Yeah. Or like his relationships with any of them. That's interesting. I know. Like, I mean, he didn't even really, he just said like, Courtney Cox was, you know, just wonderful and lovely. Yeah. But 
I mean, that was his TV wife, and he really didn't say anything. And I get, because then I started thinking about it. I'm like, well, he was um, having alcohol or drug problems the whole time he was on that show. But, I mean, he was on the show for 10 years, and he almost had nothing to say about any of them. That is so weird, because in all the press that I watched Mm -hmm. with his book tour thing... um, a lot of it was focused on friends, which yeah. I guess that is what interviewers asked him right. about. But I thought for sure he would have said no, some there stuff. Was, there was not much about it at all. I mean, it was on. I mean, I figured the book was mostly about the drug thing, but yeah, he didn't say much. And the only nice, real overly nice thing he said was about David Schwimmer. Sh- hmm. And that, you know, he it was his idea for everybody to have the same pay. Oh. And he, like, really credited it to him for making all the money that he made. But other than that, I mean, he didn't really say anything that nice about Matt LeBlanc. Really? Yeah, it was like, and Jennifer Aniston was like, he knew her before. Yeah. Whenever I had a crush on her, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But then he, like, is all weird about it. Like, I'm sure... There had to have been good relationships there right. over the years. And, like, he says that, but it's, like, He I didn't really... That wasn't a focus. No. That but is it was odd. Just, I know. But I thought it was know, weird. It was sad watching some of his press tour. Like, yeah. when everyone was focusing on friends, and they'd be like, oh, let's show this clip. Let's show this <laughs> clip. And he's like, when I watch that, I am really sad for that person he's like I was and he's like you can tell where I was with sobriety based on my weight in Mm -hmm. the show and so like I don't even remember what episode they were focusing on he's like yeah there like you can tell I'm really thin and I was struggling with alcohol and whatever drugs and I'm like I guess it probably isn't so fun and happy-go-lucky for him to look back and reminisce on that time. No, not at all. Didn't Even his whole career, he he says a couple times, like, you know, like, I don't know, the video store worker, like, I wish I could, I would trade lives with them just to not have this addiction problem. Yeah. And I feel like he really struggled with wanting to appreciate where he was and I feel like he was just trying so hard to sabotage it yeah. all the time. And I mean, it was it was a sad book, but well, I felt bad for it. I really I know. did. I do, too. But it, it is sad. Like, think about like where Jennifer Aniston's career went right. from that, where like Courtney Cox, yeah. her career and even like. David Schwimmer, like, he ended up having, like, a resurgence, yeah, like, in more recent years. Yeah. And Matt LeBlanc had that other show. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel like he could have been on par with oh, everybody. Yeah. And, and he did have opportunities that he... Sabotaged, yeah. yeah. And he said at one point his, like, people were telling him, you're going in for these, <laughs> um, you know, bookings or whatever, and they want you to look like a... 25 year old you look horrible like you need to get it together you're not gonna get these jobs um so the funny he said though was (laughs) when he was working with i think it was the whole nine yards does that sound right i didn't even know he was in that (laughs) but with bruce Mm -hmm. willis and um he said (laughs) that 
he just had like this little like hotel room and then Bruce Willis had like the whole one floor <laughs> and that he called it um Club Z <laughs> and he had like a disco ball Wait, put it. Bruce called yes. it that <laughs> and they would just like party up there and it was just really funny the story and I was like what is this Club I wish Z. Bruce Willis could have wrote a book but he seems I, like such a character he's come up in a lot of celebrity memoirs I'm like so sad about Bruce Willis I know, right now. Sad. Like I just saw uh, some posts about his birthday. I know. Like I it saw is that. just heartbreaking. It is, and it just seemed like it just all of a sudden. I mean, we obviously don't know him, but it just all yeah. of a sudden happened. I know. Well, and there were the signs like previously where it like came out a while ago that mm-hmm. he was having trouble or whatever. But then I agree, like. From that point, we're like, okay, he's getting older. Right. But then to then they actually give a diagnosis. And yeah. now it's like not even that much time later. And we see these videos of his birthday. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Like, this is so sad it to watch. Is. And it's progressing so quickly. And to even think, too, he's like six. Isn't he 68? Yeah, he's not even that old. I know. It it's is, crazy though that Bruce Willis is almost seventy. I well, that's <laughs> like literally when I'm watching this happen and seeing this stuff with him, it just is making me feel sad about like all the celebrities that we yeah, know and aging. love. Yes. Yeah, like and they're like gonna pass away. I know. Like to me, like the true movie stars. Yeah. And that they are older now and like I just it's not gonna be the same when no. they're no longer making films or when I they know. pass away. Like it, Hollywood's just not gonna feel the same, I don't no. think. No. I mean we were even talking about Rachel Bilson and I was like she not in a mean way, but she just looks older and it yeah. and she's four I looked it up then, she was forty one and it's just like she's a teenager though. I know. Or like in her early twenties on the O C like I know. She can't be all of a sudden 20 years later. I know. It's so, it's scary. I know. I can't talk about it. Speaking of turning 30. I know. <laughs> no. Um, but speaking of turning 30, yes. actually, I had a woman who is the cashier at Trader Joe's give me some really nice thoughts about okay. 30s. And uh, I bought like a bottle of wine and I had to show my ID. And then she made a comment like, oh. <laughs> only dun, two dun, more dun, months dun. and I was like oh don't talk about it and then the poor little teenage bagger was like <laughs> oh well you know you can just renew your license online and I was like no I have a big birthday coming up <laughs> like I was I felt so defeated in that moment but don't then the me. cashier she was probably in like her 40s, I think, mm-hmm. maybe mid 40s. I'm so bad at judging age. I know, me too. <laughs> um, but she was like, no, she's like, my 30s were the best years. She's like, this, that's when everything just fell into place for me. And I felt like I got things really figured out and like my life was really good. Oh. She's <laughs> like, my 20s really just felt like kind of a mess and just me trying to figure stuff out. And like, she just gave me 
so much hope for my thirties. <laughs> and it was just so kind. I mean, everybody at Trader Joe's is so kind. We've talked about that before. That's like our <laughs> oasis. But like what a kind thing for somebody to I say. Know. And it does make you feel better. I'd, I know. Like, I do hear a lot that 30s are supposed to be really, really good for women. Yeah. And um, I was telling you this before, but Brett's grandma was like, oh, 30s are just so hard for me to turn. She's like, 40, 50, everything else was fine. But when I turned 30, that was just like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to have a really hard time with it. It's just a number, though. I know. Because you're 29. You're still in your 20s the day before. That's the way I was thinking about it. Last month, I was in my 20s. I mean, honestly, though, with COVID, we We are actually like 27. I know. We got cheated out of some years. Yeah, it's not fair. But, yeah, it was just nice of that woman to say those things. And it's just encouraging. And not that it's like, oh, my God, like, I just don't want to get old. It's all about vanity. Like, it really isn't. I think it's just challenging to realize that you're getting older and the years are just going by. Like, I just find that really difficult. I know. The hard part for me, too, is everyone else around me is getting older. Yeah. It's like the older I get, the older they get. It's like, And I really don't feel old. No, I still feel like a clueless 22-year-old. And I don't, like, I don't feel... I mean, I feel the same as I did when I was in college. Like, I don't right. feel like I'm any, I mean, I'm more mature. Just I understand things better, have yeah, a better sense sure. of myself. But like, I don't, as far as age, like, I don't feel like I should be turning 30. No. <laughs> I'm just like, where did all those years go? Literally. Like, it felt, it feels long, but also short. Yeah. And I don't know. It is weird. I don't like it. I don't like it either. This makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> and then it's like, we are going to have to say, like, no, I'm 30. <laughs> I, I'm I'm 31. I'm th- like 20 blank. Just <laughs> sounds so much good. better. I could be like 27 forever. I know. I feel like that's a good age. Yeah. I did decide, though, that I'm not going to keep track anymore. It was like I turned 30. About old you are. And you're going to be that person where they're like, oh, what's your age? And you'll be like, um, well, I'm 93. <laughs> well, 2023, 20, I turned 30. So How many from years there. ago was that? Oh, my God. But, well. Yeah. Every year is 30 from now on. <laughs> I'm going to make every year be 29. That's what I'm going to yeah, do. There we go. You just never get I'm 30. like literally shriveled in the corner. No, I'm 29. <laughs> There's a thing I had to like fill out birthdays and I filled out Brett's or my husband's birth year, but I didn't put mine. I'm like, <laughs> nobody gets an in. No one needs to know <laughs> You know, the month of the date. And they don't it. need, that's what I appreciate. This is random, but just thinking about that. I don't know if every pharmacy does this, but I know at CVS, like I used to work there. And uh, when you go to pick up your prescription and they ask for like your name and stuff, and then they only need your month and 
day of your birth. And I always appreciated that yes. so much because I'm just like, I know it comes up on the screen and it tells you the year, but to find a person, you only need month and right. day. And I'm just like, how kind of the CBS people you have to remind me that I was I born in the night. Like you don't have to say it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Well, we don't really have a great transition, um, but... But we wanted to talk about being an only child because we are both an only child. Yeah, we are both our only children, and I don't know. It's not like that's something that's super rare. I think back maybe in our parents' generation, it was more rare to be an only child. Like, these people had more kids, yeah. I feel. They're having, like, a 10. Yeah, but now, well, I don't know about our parents and maybe the generation <laughs> before who's having 10 kids in this economy. No, but, um, yeah, I don't, I don't even, like, thinking about my friends now or people that we even went to school with though like there weren't that many only children no I children. don't come across only children like at all yeah or at least my age yeah I mean. it's maybe it's more common with like younger like the generations below us right I don't know but I think it's an interesting topic to discuss yes because there are other only children yeah and we haven't really talked about it between ourselves before. No, we haven't. It's never been (laughs) anything we ever talked about at all. I mean, I have step-siblings. Well, that doesn't count. No. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it it does. Obviously, they're like... But it doesn't. But it doesn't. It's not... I don't think it's the same. I know. There's no blood bond there, and I don't even know what that feels like. But I... (laughs) feel like I do because I can imagine it I know. you know I can imagine that it's probably really good me too <laughs> I feel like it probably feels amazing to have someone just I think that for the thing for me it's the shared experiences yeah like your lives aren't going to be exactly the same or the way that you perceive situations or the emotions you feel about it aren't going to be the exact same, but you have the same parents, you lived in the same house, you went to the same family functions, Mm -hmm. like you have all those. Yeah. Or like just somebody to be like, oh my gosh, remember when uncle so-and-so blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Like, I know. Um, My husband has two siblings and they'll like, be reminiscing and their parents are reminiscing with them and I'm literally just sitting there like I literally can't even relate to this at all (laughs) and I feel like when that happens I mean I'm sure that your mom does this I know like my dad if like my dad and my grandpa are together and they might say something about when I was younger when Mm -hmm. I was like a baby or whatever it's like okay cute little memory but it almost feels awkward because it's just me. Yeah, and it's you like know? you guys remember it, but I was either too little to remember it. There's like yeah. no one to really share that memory. You're just being told that memory. Right. It just and it feels so I mean, neither of us really like a lot of attention in that right. way. So it feels to me like <laughs> I just feel uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. sometimes with that. Um I 
I'm always told by people that I don't seem like an only child, which I don't know if that's like a compliment or a <laughs> diss. I know. It's like, what are these stereotypes of an only child and I that think you don't have? It's probably like, oh, the spoiled rotten right. kid. But I don't know if that's even reality. I feel like that's more of the movie right. or TV show <laughs> perception. Um, and I didn't come from like an overly wealthy family. Right. So, <laughs> but I don't know. I think being an only child just made me a lot more independent. Yes, I was telling you the other day that I feel like you have big brother vibes or like older brother vibes I don't know why it, I, I just wish like, I had an older brother I I lived with my cousin at one time who she's younger than me but well <laughs> like really close I think <laughs> we're not we're like a year apart ish and um he it was so fun like I just imagine like what would our life have been if he was my brother right like how fun yeah like just doing stuff with him and he like wanted to do things with me like we would go to the movies all the time like it was so (laughs) nice I'm like wow like I have someone who's like here for me right and like a relative yeah yeah I know I really enjoyed my time with my cousins too, but even my mom's sibling doesn't have children. So it's only my dad's siblings that have children, but it was just nice to be around like kids that are your family. I know. Like it just feels good even though they're not siblings. (laughs) I do have a lot of cousins. Like I have like blood like, not, they're all blood, obviously. I don't know why I said that. It's all right. like, some are, like, like my actual first cousins. Right. And then others are more extended. But they they all kind of live farther away where I only see them, like, maybe once or twice a year. So it's, like, when we're together, it's great and it's right. fun. And it's so – especially when we were younger, it was, like, we all can just play together and it's amazing. Right. But then – you know, now, like, they are older, too, and right. we don't see each other that often. And it's just, I think it's harder to fully connect with their lives because, like, even with your cousins, you're not fully intertwined in their life. I know. I think about that a lot, too, just with, like, family get-togethers. Like, we'll still get together for certain holidays and stuff, but it's, like... At what point do we stop? Because we have our own families yeah. and it's starting to get distance. And when our parents pass away, that's like our oh, I think about there. that too. Yeah, it's like, will I ever see them again? I know. And it's sad because this is like going a little bit off of our main topic. But when I was younger, like my grandma... And her siblings, like, they all lived in the same – well, most of them lived in the same town and, like, Mm -hmm. very close to each other. And then for Christmas, we would always meet at, like, my grandma's brother's house. And it was everybody, like, all of her siblings and then their kids Mm -hmm. and then the grandkids. So it was a packed house, and we would do that on Christmas Eve. But then once, you know, my grandma and her siblings – got older and then they eventually passed away like we just completely stopped doing (laughs) that like no one and now the only time that I really see those people unfortunately is at a funeral like we don't we really don't get together which it is hard because people have 
other families, other families that they want to see. But it's like the main family connection. I and this is just me generalizing about our family experiences, and I'm sure others are way different, but. I don't feel like it's as strong as it used to be with, like, our grandparents or great-grandparents' generations. Yeah, like, they prioritized that more. Yeah. Um, Even, like, with weddings and everything, it was like you had to invite all the extra people. Now you almost have no relationship with them to the point where you're not really inviting these people. Why would I invite them? Yeah. Yeah. And it's not a priority anymore. I know. But that's not fully about being an only child. But <laughs> kind of though, we don't have yeah, yeah, we don't have to the do that with. I um thinking about like being independent. Like we talked before about how we both really value our alone time. Yes, and one thing that I guess I really like about myself that maybe some people who have siblings like don't really feel confident to do is that I have no problem doing things on my own. Yeah. Like I can go to the movies by myself. I can go out to dinner by myself. I mm-hmm. can travel by myself. Like I don't have any problem with it. Like I like going with friends and doing that stuff, but I'm comfortable going on my own right. because I'm used to being able to, I'm used to doing that and used to just doing my own thing. And I think that a lot of other people feel really uncomfortable doing that. Yeah, it's probably because they always have people around. Like, you always have your siblings at your house, your parents and everything. Where, you know, if our parents went out on, like... I don't know. Just went out. Yeah. It was just us home. <laughs> like, it was that you're was just it. alone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the silence <laughs> was deafening. <laughs> that was, is what's sad, though. Like when you do have like family in town for holidays or something and they were staying at your house like I've had that happen for summers or Christmases and then when everybody leaves I know that emptiness it's like mm, it's it's so sad. sad it really is sad because there aren't yeah, those siblings or anything to always be there or just you don't realize how much you kind of like the noise, like the sounds of people or just people having conversations or just the sound of people walking around or clanging pots and pans. Like, and then when it's all gone, you're like, Whoa. I know. I wonder if people with like big families and stuff feel the opposite. Like what I would give to have a day just alone. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I think it is hard though sometimes like as much as I do value being alone and being independent it would be nice to have somebody around and I think that's kind of why like part of the reason why we did become close friends right because that bond scene over that right and you know we we see ourselves as sisters but we're not and like it it kind of sucks because like we kind of feel like it, but then we both would go home to different houses and <laughs> like, <laughs> like not even like a step sibling. Yeah, thing. I know. But I don't feel. I guess I don't. I mean, sometimes I feel kind of lonely. I think growing up, yeah. I felt that more so, where you have the envy of like, oh, well, they have their brother or sister to always play with right. or talk to, and I don't have that. No, <laughs> no. I agree. Or, like, 
and my step siblings and stuff, but they, you know, they didn't really do much with like my mom's side stuff. And obviously not at all with my dad because it's yeah. from my mom. And it was just like weird sometimes where it was like they were there and then they'd go to their mom's and then yeah. it was like some weekends they weren't there. And then when they weren't there, it was like, oh, now I'm bored. Like, what do I go do? Right. How did it feel to get step siblings um I mean it was weird you know I was a little bit I I don't know if you'd say older or younger but I think I was like in kindergarten so I had had you know what five ish Mm -hmm. six years of just being alone and then you're just like thrown in with all these siblings (laughs) that come and go yeah but I definitely did feel very like misplaced a lot just because I wasn't the blood sibling and it and it was tough, you know, not to harbor old feelings, but I was <laughs> told I wasn't even really part of the family. <laughs> and that's such a kid thing to say, it too, is. you know. But I do remember being like, well, I kind of really aren't yeah, like a I'm part not. of the family. Yeah. You're right. Mm, but <laughs> so that's I, awkward to feel that way. I know. I, I just felt very misplaced. And I think probably some step-siblings, I don't know. I feel like it could go either way where you're, like, really close to really mm-hmm. not. And I feel like there's different periods of my life where uh, we were close and weren't close. I remember... Um, some of the most fun I had as an early 20 year old <laughs> many moons ago was when me and my one of my step siblings both moved back home. Oh, yeah. And like the shenanigans we would get into. And we were both on the same schedule. Like we were both working like an afternoon shift. So <laughs> we had a lot of fun. It was literally like stepbrothers after they start <laughs> getting along, like just doing these crazy shenanigans. And that was a really fun time yeah but I do think as you get older that's when you really start to crave those sibling connections because you hate them your whole life growing up and then all of a sudden you're both doing life together and you just have like a new appreciation for siblings Mm -hmm. and you start to just be in the adult world together so I do feel like now because I feel like having a sibling not having siblings didn't bother me until recently yeah and I, I don't agree. know yeah it was like I was totally fine with it it didn't bother me at all and then all of a sudden I don't know if it's because I had a second child and I'm like mm-hmm. seeing this bond but I literally don't know what it is <laughs> yeah I I feel that though like there were definitely times when I was a child when I probably felt like lonely or oh right. I wish I had a sibling but it didn't like it it hits different now I it think it does and it seems like it's because now I almost like want to have the like opinions or like maybe even validation from somebody right. else who is like my blood, my sibling, when we're going through similar things. Like, right. hey, like, can I run this by you? Like, right. <laughs> I'm, you were in this situation similarly. Like, yeah. what, what do you think? Like, I want to hear about how they handled situations or their thoughts on things going on in my life. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, we can have that 
together, like right. you and I. But I don't know. It's just different. I know. And thinking about, too, like stuff with our our parents. Right. Like we're the only ones that are there to like do things for them or help them as they get older. Even like now, just like random stuff with our parents. Like it's only us. Like it doesn't matter yeah. how far away we live. No, <laughs> that's a good point though. Um, if you are having like an issue with your parent, there's nobody else experiencing yeah. that with you to talk about, get your feelings out. It's literally like if I vent to my husband or something, it's only my perspective, right. which doesn't necessarily mean it's the right perspective. And sometimes <laughs> it's like if I talk to you about something that happened with like my dad or something. Right. And I'm so annoyed. It's like I wouldn't really care if you did this, but it, I could see where it could be like uncomfortable or like you don't want to say like, yeah, well, you know, your dad can be like that. Right. Like, whereas <laughs> if it was your sibling and you both shared the same parents, yeah, it you would could be hear fine. That. Like, well, yeah, but don't you remember like mom did this with me right. or she's always acting that way? You, like, and you're not going to feel offended. Right. Like, I wouldn't feel offended <laughs> if you said anything. But at the same time, it's just, it's just different. Like, yeah, I would never like, well, say what it to you. No, yeah. you don't live with right. them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I know. So that's just, that's something I didn't really think about until just no. now. And like we were saying, too, like, when they're older, we're the only ones who are going to be dealing with all that stuff making all those decisions I mean I'm sure they'll have like wills and stuff but it is like intimidating like okay I'm gonna be in charge of all this stuff or like how can I even trust myself with that type of responsibility I know and there's no one else to go to like it's literally you or I mean if you have a significant other but even then it's not their parents I know Yeah, it's weird. I think when you brought up about your kids, too, because now you have two Mm -hmm. and seeing their little sibling bond, like, even though, you know, one's a baby, it'll grow more (laughs) as they get older. But I think the bond is a little more one sided right right now. (laughs) My older son loves a little too hard. (laughs) And the baby just, like, can't do anything about it. (laughs) But it is just, like, you know that they are. Even though I think that the two of them will have very different personalities. Like, you just know that they are going to be, like, close brothers. Yeah, I can already tell now. I mean, I'm sure there'll be phases. But it's, it's just nice that they'll always have each other. We don't have that. I know. And... I don't have kids, but, like, when I was younger, I'm always like, I want a big family. I want a big family Mm -hmm. because I didn't have that. Yeah. Yeah. So I just always wanted to have, like, a house full of kids Mm -hmm. and having that, like, experience that I never had. And I wanted to have, like, just the sibling experience for my children. (laughs) Like, I can't imagine being an only child and then having just one kid. I know. Like, I cannot even no. imagine that. I know. Me and my husband kind of go back and forth about our third child. And I feel like he comes from a different place because he had, mm-hmm. you know, three siblings and they were all wild and crazy together and stuff. And he's like, does not want to be overwhelmed like yeah. that. Where I'm like, no, let's keep them Bring coming. it on. <laughs> yeah. I want 
kids. I want a bunch of grandkids around if they yeah. decide to have grandkids. You know, it's like, I want that. I know. I think with um, my Nana, she had like so many kids. She had like <laughs> six kids. And then they all had, but really all of her children only had like two kids, mm-hmm. like on average. Um, but then now, like all my cousins, they have kids too. And my one cousin, like she popped out four kids, <laughs> like right away, like right away, four under four she had. It Yuck. was wild. But, and then my other one, like he has three. And then my other, one other one has three, another one has two. Like it's, there's so many children around. Right. Like there always were so many kids around. And I think like my Nana loves that. There's oh, so many yeah. of us. And that's just really nice. Whereas like my grandpa, like he, for the longest time, it was just me. Like right. I was the only grandkid. <laughs> and then my aunt had two children a little bit later in life but it's like he only has three of us and my nana has like literally like 50 (laughs) flying around and then he just has three (laughs) like it's yeah that's how my grandma and grandpa are too i'm the only or my mom's side i'm the only grandchild and i mean there wasn't any other kids until I think I was like 26 when I had my first one that was the first like baby that is so it's that's just different I mean I definitely loved it with my grandparents because I got so spoiled with love but I do feel sort of bad for them like they only had one (laughs) and they get to my grandma really enjoys you know having our kids but it was like man I bet she just sort of was like I know I wish and I had more even kids though right like your mom got married and you have your step siblings like really that didn't have a lot to do with your grandparents no it didn't and I definitely think part of that was like their other parents right. issues and stuff but I mean it didn't get to ever be this like that close. close of a bond yeah, yeah. Or even with my step-grandparents. I mean, yeah. That they're was just, just different, a <laughs> yes. different relationship yes. than with your grandma <laughs> and yes. grandpa. Yeah. Um, but I think on the other side, too, there's some <laughs> families where the siblings don't get along at all. I know. And it's torture, and they hate each other. So I guess there's probably... <laughs> there's pros and cons, yes. for sure. I don't think I would want to be in a insanely huge family, like a family of, like... I mean, I think six is even a lot. That's way too much. <laughs> um, but... Like, I guess with my dad's family, though, like, they're spaced out in age pretty decently. Mm-hmm. So when they're spaced out a little bit, it's, it's like, easier to manage, I think. Yeah. But at the same time, I think, I just think it's a lot. Like, even for me as an only child, like, when I'm with my whole family, I get overwhelmed sometimes. Because yeah. a lot of them have big personalities. Yes. And then <laughs> me just not being used to that environment. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't. Just too much. Yeah, like I'm overstimulated. (laughs) But yeah, I would think like to have that huge of a family, I would not like, like anything over like five, I think would be. I think four is a great number. Yeah, I think four, three, four. I mean, that's good. (laughs) But yeah, with all those different personalities or even like um, 
you know, my son was like an only child for a few years. And again, an only great grandchild. And even with my cousins on my dad's side, I'm the only one with kids right now. Oh, wait, no, I'm not. I'm the only (laughs) one in the area with kids right now. Yeah. And when I'm around my step-siblings and all their children, it's like I could see my son just like kind of clam up a little bit Mm -hmm. at first because there's so much going on that he's just not used to. Yeah. And I've definitely felt that way too. Yeah. Where you're like, whoa, this is overwhelming. I'm not used to this. And then when I watch like the Kardashians and stuff, yeah, (laughs) it's like I'm so jealous that they have like – all these siblings Me and too. all these nieces and nephews, and I do get jealous. Although there's a lot of toxic parts in there, for too. sure. But I get the most jealous of their family gatherings. Yes, with just all these people around, yeah. all these kids around, and it just looks so fun. Where our family gatherings are like. Well, going over to the yeah. grandparents with just well, me. What's new? <laughs> Nothing since I talked to you yesterday. <laughs> I know. That's like sometimes it's nicer to have more people around because there's more opportunities for conversation. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's not like, you know, we just sit in silence. Right. But sometimes it is just like, Hey, like I really don't have anything that I haven't already told right. you about. Like right. I don't know what to even talk to you about right Literally, now. Literally, and there's no one adding anything else because no. it's just another run of the mill day. Right. I know when um with my husband's side of the family, well, his work schedule doesn't really allow us to hang out with the extended family as much, but they would get they get together all the time. And that was kind of an adjustment for me because I'm like, I don't get it. Like, Mm -hmm. why are we celebrating every single person's birthday? But we do that in my family, but there's only a couple of people. people. And it was just a really hard adjustment. And one day I was like, oh, like, that's what they do. I'm just just not have a bigger family. Yeah. 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 Um, Oh, I think when you said, like, with your son, you could see how he's just, like, clammed up. Like, I think, though, for me, and maybe for you, too, because we talked about this in a previous episode, I feel that it has made me to be the good listener that I am now. Because... I would be really quiet and a little bit more reserved in some of my family get-togethers when I was younger and even sometimes now. But it is because I'm just, like, taking everything in. Right. And I'm listening and I don't always have a comment to say. And I'm definitely not the loudest voice in the room. Right. Um, But I think it's made me a very good listener now, which is a great sure. treat to have. I know I do. I agree with that. I feel like we've never had to like try to compete mm-hmm. for, you know, attention, whether that not necessarily a bad thing, but it's like when I talk, I'm listened to all the time. Yeah. So it's like, I don't have to overdo it. Right. Where someone in a family with a lot of siblings probably does have to feel that way and they're loud and yeah <laughs> and where I can be like okay I'm gonna let you talk because that's fine right yeah that's a good point you are kind of competing for attention and not even in a negative way it's no, just, it's just like, it is that yeah, way <laughs> there's more people around and you have to be a little bit louder sometimes <laughs> overall though I mean I would say that I 
have enjoyed being an only child. I know. I think for the most part, yeah, it's been fine. Obviously, we can't you. change it. <laughs> and I have you. Yeah. And there's definitely a lot of pros to being an only child, too. Yeah, there are. It's just a different experience. It is. And it's fun that we all have diverse experiences going on I know. Um, I think that we would be doing everyone a disservice if we didn't <laughs> talk about the mid-season trailer for Vanderpump. I know. Just to touch on it a bit. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I am very interested to find out how that was edited together. Because yes. some things, I, you know, how they just piece things from different scenes and it makes it look a certain way. Like, there definitely is a lot of drama and emotion. Yes. That's no doubt. But some of the scenes, I'm like, like, when Ariana said, like, what did Sandoval say? Oh, he was like, do you need anything? And she goes, for you to die. die. Yeah, I'm like, is that, was that really, like, the context of that (laughs) I know, like, really, he just asked her for for a glass of water yeah. and she goes die which team Ariana I know but you know what Tom? I was like whoa that was that was a lot that was intense I was listening to Lala's new podcast episode today with Katie Maloney on there oh, I'll have to listen I didn't see that yet yeah, they didn't say it like a whole lot yeah. honestly it's not like a writer or you didn't miss much but yeah um, they were saying that this season was crazy even without. Yes, I heard that this. too. So who knows? I know in the trailer there's a part where Raquel was like, I don't regret our relationship, but that might not even be about the Tom Sandoval thing. That well, could be totally something else. Yeah, and the scene in the trailer where Tom Sandoval is like, ducking down in bed kiss. and kisses. Yeah. I'm like, is that Raquel? Because I honestly could I, see that being Raquel. I know. I think I was watching something that was talking about that, but a lot of people do think it's Ariana because she had a pink sleep mask. Okay. See, a I watched time. it on my phone. I didn't zoom in. Right. So, but still, it's like, with, you know, they're know. letting you to believe something. Well, and we know that they kissed for the camera. Yes. So, um, I listened to, finally, that Jamie all over podcast I which you had talked about in a previous episode but it was really weird to hear from their perspective I know like Kale and Jamie because it it made me be like oh they are real people like these are real friendship it was just a completely different perspective it was and just to think that they're you know we have the characters on the show but they have actual lives that they're always living mm-hmm. and they have other friends that were also affected by right. this. It was kind of crazy just to hear that perspective. I agree with Kale that I think um, Raquel slash Rachel is actually a very smart person in a way, yeah. a smart person in terms of, yeah, in terms of getting what she wants. Yeah, she definitely seen. I mean, this is, I, I don't know. I think she knows how to put on an act. Yeah, to get what she wants. Mm-hmm. Or she, maybe she wasn't always like that, but she definitely is taking advantage of it now. It's just yeah. the whole thing's crazy, and I can't wait to watch the reunion. I know, me too. I can't wait for the rest of the season. I know, it's supposed to get really... Good. Uh, well, 
we have to update you guys <laughs> every time. All three listeners. Yeah. We have to update Just, my mom about it. Yeah. <laughs> my dad, who also <laughs> listens, even though he does not know anything about Vanderpump. <laughs> Shout well, no, out, dad. <laughs> um, so to wrap up this week, uh, we have our recommendations. Yes. I want to recommend, I don't know if this audio sounds any different, I can feel the disgustingness in my throat. (laughs) Um, And I sound a lot better now than I did all with the help of Throat Coat. <laughs> Love Throat Coat. <laughs> and I wish that I looked up the brand today because at work I had a cup of tea because I left a lot of my tea bags there. And I forgot, but um, it's, I don't know, some nature or something brand. And love it it soothes my soothes my throat so much and if anyone is having issues with just sore throat or allergies definitely pick up some of that because it is so good add a little honey in there mm-hmm. Ugh, perfection have you ever had one of those um i think they call it medicine ball medicine bomb tea thing i get the immunity tea at that local juice place. Oh, is that the um where you put like the lemonade in there? No, they. I mean, they just make it myself or themselves and then give it to me. But I think can't you buy that at the store? What you're talking about? I don't know. I just went to this tea thing and they had um, where it was like you took lemon tea. Actually, I can't remember what it was. Never mind. <laughs> we put like lemonade in there, honey, and I think hmm. maybe mint tea. Oh, that's interesting. And it was delicious. Oh my goodness. Maybe I have to get that the wrong one. That helps your digestion too, the man. <laughs> I do like, I think it's called Yogi. Yeah, they have great teas. Yeah, they have a good throat coat. I would just drink that sometimes when my throat wasn't. Because it's just so delicious. So that's good. what that I do licorice. when I go to our local juice place. Um, I get that immunity tea like literally every time I go. Mm. I just love it so much. And I just feel like this time of year especially, it's nice to just have a little extra boost. Yes. <laughs> so I guess that was like multiple recommendations. <laughs> Try all tea. Yeah, all the teas. <laughs> well, I'm going to recommend, because it was my birthday, I wanted to throw back and get a... Um, Dairy Queen ice cream cake. Oh, so good. And I think everybody should get those again because it was good. It was so good. It was just as good as I remember. Like I remember in like middle school and high school, I think that's all I wanted was those DQ ice cream cakes. And man, oh man. Oh, so good. My favorite part was always that fudgy layer and then oh, the yeah, crunch good. in there. Oh, <laughs> so delicious. It was. I just love smashing it all together, mixing it up, eating it like that. And then whatever the frosting type thing is on there is just so good. Not that it lasts long, but the good thing about an ice cream cake is that you can enjoy it for longer. Yes, it's like it won't go stale. Yeah. You could throw it in the freezer, get a little bit out at a time. I will say it did not last uh, through the weekend, but it could have. Yeah, it easily could have, but like you want to eat it. So (laughs) just do it. I would save it. I could eat my feelings when I turned 30. You deserved it. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you for listening. And uh, 
Find us on <laughs> Spotify, anywhere where you listen to your podcast. We also are on YouTube now. Yeah, so if you want to, we will be hopefully uploading video. a video version of it soon. Yeah. So. <laughs> so stay tuned for that and make sure to check out our TikTok um, because that's the primary place where we promote ourselves. (laughs) And we want to get better at TikToking. It's probably a little cringy, but you know what? We're getting better at it. We're we're not the right generation hour, and so give us a break. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.